So our, our listener question of today. Hey there, Celeb Self Help. I'm a 42-year-old woman, and I just got out of a relationship that was over 10 years long. This is a really big change, and I'm trying to figure out what's next for me. Any advice? Help me, Heather and Rory, the experts on relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is hard. This is such a hard question. I think the first thing that comes up for me when you say, what now? A, we don't know if you ended this relationship. We don't know if the other person did. So there's a lot of factors there. But this isn't the end of you. It's not. I know so many people who have better second, third. I want to say fourth. I don't know. Do you have a happy fourth relationship? Please send us a question. I want to hear about that. If you're Pamela um, Anderson, you do. Did you see that documentary? No, but I want to. I swear to God, she she married. Like, there was a guy working on her house, and she's like, "You look cool. Let's let's get married." And she married her contractor. This is like her third marriage at this time. They they divorced like a month later or something like that. She divorced him, the third guy. Yeah, or fourth guy. I don't know. She's just she's she's she she loves love, I guess, and she feels marriage is the is the key. And so maybe I don't know. This is this is this a listener, caller, whoever the heck question asking person. Do they are they the same way? Like, do they feel like they need to check that box? Do you need to be married or in a relationship? Because there is that right. It's like I need this off my list so that I could continue with the rest of my life, but. It's so funny to me, and not to be insensitive to whatever you're going through, my friend, but my single friends are really, really, I wish I was in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. And then a lot of the married people I know, people in relationships are like, oh my gosh, I wish I had a freaking second to myself. Right. So it's just like, again, my heart goes out to you, friend, but good God, what are some things that you really wish or have wished for the past several years you could focus on? get better at? Who do you want to become from here? What's next? I mean, what do you want to be next? What's the silver lining? You get more time to yourself. We could all use some of that, right? Are there kids in the picture? What do you think? Oh, gosh, I don't know. That's when it's hard. 10 years. I mean, that is a long time, but it's also not a super long time. It's like medium long, I think. It's enough. I mean, 10 years feels like 15 with the wind chill, but it's, I don't know, kids complicate things, but I mean, you know, let's say there wasn't any kids and, and this is your time to find yourself, right? Like, look, look, you can look for other partners right away, but are you ready at this point in time? Like, are you just trying to, you know, fill the gap? Like, are you looking for the parachute to make you feel better about yourself? I don't know. I can feel when you, if you give it time and figure out who the heck you are, then you become someone that's going to attract the person that's going to amplify the new you. New you, new year, new me. If we look at a relationship like a creative project, one of the things we've learned about that is you finish, so terrible, you finish a creative project and then you gather what you learned and then you decide, you make an educated decision and use all that skill and bring it into the next thing. So if you take, I would really take a hard analysis over the past 10 years, like, are you happy for who you become? What did you let slip? What are you proud of? What kind, what kind of person do you want to be with next, if anybody, based off of what you just experienced? I mean, this is something to study, I think, after you get over your heartbreak and eat some ice cream. That's so, it's, it's a really weird analogy to use in this term, but you're right. It's like, there's like a learning curve, right? So I mean, what have you learned from this relationship? What do you want to change in your next one? But is it a failure? It's not, it's no, I think it's just, you, you, you only live once. So this is just, now you know what not to do in your next one and maybe your next one like you said you have friends that have awesome second or third marriages i have a friend who's got a quote comedian she's like relationships are like pancakes sometimes you have to you gotta throw out the first one that burned or something like that that's a bad analogy 
Yeah, you could have burned the first one. I don't know. What do you think about the 42-year-old part? Do you think that that has anything to do with like, I mean, I know it's different than 21, right? But how do you think that plays into it, Mr. 40s? But I play that I'm in my 30s, though. So can we edit But that we know that? the truth. He's 42, <laughs> I think. Are you I am 42. We're the same age as this, this, this the question person. So we, You are. I'm not. What are you, young and vibrant at 39? Or what are you? 36. Anyway, what do you think 42 has to do with it? Uh, I think you're a more mature person. She's been in it for 10 years. I'm a different person than I was at 32. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely... So much happens in 10 years, right? Yeah. They say, was just, go back to the other analogy, like in finance, like you, just, you don't just make a million dollars. You got to become the person who has a capability of that sort of earning potential. So who do you have to become to attract the individual that's going to bring right. the best value in your life? For me, I will be more capable of that now than I was in my 30s. So use the the fact that you have this maturity and, and that 10-year time period to figure yourself out more. But yeah, you should be like a more educated decision now. I feel like you and I are being very optimistic about this. We're like, awesome, work on yourself, do some push-ups. Who do you want to be now? I think, that, I mean, which is a good thing. I will say I have somebody I know, that's all I want to say, for their identity, but they have been in and out of, out of water. They have been in and out of water relationships. And one thing I cringe at is, and it's easy for me to say, but you carry this baggage from that other relationship and then poured onto the other person. So where this person didn't like your SpaghettiOs and now you're going to this new person and you're like, so I know you don't like SpaghettiOs, right? And just completely displacing a lot of the pain and the anger. And so I would say like healing is really important right now. So you show up to this next one fairly and don't make them suffer for the mistakes of the person before. Okay. So from a creative standpoint, from like a, if you're going you know, to, if this relationship was the creative project, like I, I actually really like that analogy you said before, how would you approach it differently? Let's just say you started a restaurant. It didn't, uh, you know, you tried your best for 10 years and then all of a sudden it's like, we're not profiting anymore. <laughs> we got a closed shop here. What would you do in your next restaurant to make it better? God, that's so good. Oh, ask yourself, do you want to be in the restaurant business? You know what I'm saying? You might want to go the other way. You might want to swing into another industry. There so you go. Best part, <laughs> best part of it. Yeah, yeah. Go gay. You just double your wardrobe like that. Seriously. Do you want to be in that industry? And then what went wrong? And then what went right? Somebody told me the other day that in order to decide the next move, bad analogy, but they said, ask yourself what's going to bring in more income and what's going to bring me the most joy. I wouldn't say the income part, like... Unless you're like a gold digger, that's not really important. But what brought me joy in this past relationship and how can I keep that? What worked in the restaurant? How can I preserve that? And then what didn't? We're being very tactical about this. It sounds like we're heartless. No, but we are heartless. So we have to go to the, let's just say maybe the issue in her last relationship. He, the number one thing people fight about is money in relationships. Maybe it was a financial situation from the last one. Would money solve the uh, the next one? Does he does he need a sugar mama? He you you always need a sugar mama, always. You don't got a sugar mama, get a sugar mama. Quote Problem me. solved. All right, next You're question. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. This is hard. Why are y'all sending us hard questions? Send us something easy. What should I name my middle child? Daryl. Why don't okay? So why, why don't like? But don't they say like opposites attract? Like sort of like the yin and the yang are like the most successful. 
I don't think that's true. You don't think so? I don't know, man. Like the opposite thing, like, yeah, it's, it's intriguing and it's interesting, but also too, after a while, it's like you have to have some kind of sticky point relatability. What about the whole thing? I'm not, I'm not a, a psychologist, but like you're trying to replace what you didn't get as a child. Oh boy, Jesus Lord. Here we go. What does that mean? Mommy, daddy issues, the way that you, your narrative around what a man is, what a woman is, not to be gender specific, but we grow up with a model of the way a woman acts in the home and the way that a man acts and how they act in relationships. And usually that's dysfunctional, especially in 2023. So we're trying to overcompensate for that in our own relationships and fill voids in our own lives and then coupling that with bad models we just enter into i mean it's a wonder people have successful relationships because if you think about just our own internal world how much we struggle uh with who we are individually and then you think about smashing that in with another human being i don't think any of us should get married be honest with you i'm just joking marriage is beautiful what do you mean 2023 is dysfunctional is because we're looking through this lens of like the 1950s and we still think that that's the traditional relationship i got into a big ass fight with my father-in-law once i know he'll never hear this so let's go here because he was saying that he's very like women should stay at home and not have goals and blah 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 and he was talking about the divorce rate how it was lower back in the day and how people were a lot more functional and families were better and i'm like that's not true we just hit it a lot more and people were miserable and felt stuck and never had options and now it's just more socially acceptable to externally validate be honest about how you feel versus hide it i said women were and i know for a fact were miserable back then so i don't know i don't think it's 2023 we're worse i think it's just more socially acceptable to be honest and make different choices does that make sense it absolutely makes sense and i completely agree with you i heard something the other day of back in the day although it was equality wasn't exactly there at least there were defined roles and so mm -hmm. when people had like a purpose they felt i guess some sort of satisfaction so mm -hmm. they knew what they were here to do or today everyone, no one knows what they're doing <laughs> oh it's so true that's so interesting for carter i don't know I, I we're speaking from just an outsider perspective, but as you yeah, know, we're solving any problem. We're basically just giving perspectives and 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 outlining. Hopefully, in in these five to ten minute things, it's just you, you, we stumble upon something that resonates. Remember, Doctor Phil, like he'll do the entire episode, and he's like, "But I suggest you seek professional help at the yeah. end." Like, so we we'll we'll just watch that. <laughs> Last thought on him is I'm super obsessed with reinvention, especially later in life. And I think that's because I'm getting a little older and I'm like, it's really cool. Like Rick, Rich Roll is a really cool example of somebody who in his late 30s, early 40s, he was really struggling with alcohol, his fitness, et cetera, et cetera, just miserable, depressed. And then he just went ham on reinventing himself. And if you look at what he's accomplished in his 40s and now 50s, it's insane. Like, Massive triathlete. He's beat addiction. He has a huge ass podcast where he interviews all these incredible people. Use people like him, I think, as an example of like your next phase and how much there's left of you. At 42, come on, man. Like, if we're going to be healthy, if we take care of ourselves, that's not even half of your life, you know? 
That's like, it goes like Gary Vee. You think 42 is old? Exactly. You got at least another 40 years of awesomeness into you, and then you get all crappy after that. Yeah. But let's see, I have heart problems now, then you're screwed. But the point is, I'm sure you're healthy and you, you got a lot of life left in you. So go find the uh, the person that's going to help with that, uh, help increase that heart rate. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. Listen, if you have a question, find us over on Instagram at Celeb Self Help. And if it's not too crazy, not too hard, we might cover it on the show. That's it, Corey. Oh, and if you have, if this doesn't work, then just go ask Rachel Hollis. She knows everything. Ooh.